This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Who Gives a Shit. That's right, brought to you again by Who Gives a Shit, featuring Cripple Jesus and Adam from Houston. Each week, they both bring in something, they find out who gives a shit about that thing, and then they make fun of people for giving a shit about it. Go check it out, add it to your podcast player, Who Gives a Shit, where all the podcasts are playing right now. So here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only formerly interactive podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. How's it going? And with us joining in a ve- as a ve- not only a very special guest, but in a very special capacity this week, Cripple Jesus. Welcome back, Cripple Jesus. What's up, everybody? Hey, I appreciate the plug. At the top of the show, but I should let the listeners know that uh, the only two platforms we're not on is Spotify and Podbean. And that's because those uh, verification processes for those two platforms are like four months or something ridiculous. And so we said, fuck that. They're very ableist. Them. Uh, yeah, I, I barely know how to operate my wheelchair. I'm not going to figure out how to operate your stupid streaming platform. So, Speaking of ableism, Cripple Jesus was found guilty on all charges of gross academic misconduct. And the all punishment charges. was basically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, the first thing I told Adam afterwards is I said, I'm... We're both felons now, so we should introduce <laughs> the podcast that way. Uh, yeah, it's a real, it's a real bummer. Like uh, two it, felons it, in a podcast. It fe- it feels obvious, right, that a kangaroo court would, of course, find you guilty uh, for your heinous act of revealing what dumb shit they're saying <laughs> inside classrooms these days. But uh, it's just, it's completely unfair. I'm glad. I'm glad there's no like long-term consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, as long as you get. Yeah. Uh, do you guys care if I talk a little bit about that or? No, please go ahead. I don't yeah. want to cut into the show. But uh, after the trial, I met with the boss of the teacher that filed the charges against me, and I'm not. I recorded it. I'm not going to play the audio for <laughs> uh, <him laughs> probation reasons. But he said that. Me joining that class is like a flat earther joining a geography class. And I was like, so the fuck what? That sounds entertaining as fuck. If a flat earther joined my geography class, I might actually pay attention on accident. Because that sounds pretty entertaining. So, uh, And then he told me, you know, I could have just took a Shakespeare class. That's what this guy says. So your argument for why college is useful is just take a class uh, that just re republishes everything that you already learned in high school. Oh God! Just pay fifteen grand for uh, everything that you learned in ninth grade English. I already. hate Shakespeare, and the worst part of working in theater is like I'm the only one. Yeah, I'm not the only only one, but there are. It's it's basically if you when I when I said things like oh Shakespeare's terrible none of his plays are good 
It was like the scarlet letter was branded upon him. <laughs> <gasps> Shake, he doesn't like Shakespeare. Can you believe it? Like, dude, Shakespeare is not a good writer. He just, he didn't write anything that was amazing. He just made the... He pumped it out. He pumped out a lot of it, and it all fit the form that they liked. Yeah. This is, to me, the equivalent of if in 600 years we're talking about the Big Bang Theory. Yes. Because it it fills all of the sitcom tropes that you need. As Oh, the, the, the Big Bang Theory was the greatest sitcom of all time. Completely ignoring Seinfeld. Completely ignoring uh, shows that are also as good as Seinfeld. Not many. And... Just saying, like, yep, it, it was all yep. Big Bang Theory or The Office because it got they pumped out thirteen seasons yeah, of it yeah. and it filled the format. Ridiculous. I always like to uh, I like to uh, tell Shakespeare fags. I say, you know, the reason that people thought Shakespeare was so good back then is you had three options: you could either a be sold into slavery. B, die of dysentery, or C, read a book. <laughs> everybody picks Shakespeare over that, obviously, but that doesn't make him a good artist just because he was around at a time where there was nothing else to do that wasn't miserable. It's kind of like the the ancient Greek plays that we have, yeah. like uh, by Euripides or uh, who wrote the Odyssey and the Iliad? Homer. Homer. Um, those plays only still exist because they were not in the library at Alexandria. Uh-huh. So we have them because they weren't burnt in the library. Yep. So we take them to be like, oh, these must have been really good. Like, Or or it was so bad that the person um, was embarrassed to have it, but was also embarrassed to pay the late fees. Because uh-huh. I have a book that I checked out from the library in 2012. <laughs> wow. That's still on my shelf. It's like, I can't get rid of this. Don't really want to take it back to the library either. <laughs> Uh, or like we have like Oedipus Rex, right? Yeah. Which is the modern day version of like someone's smutty, uh, like, yeah, smutty porn. It's smutty porn. Yeah. So that was the, Oh, what if if this guy does his mom and kills his dad? This, this was the rhinestone of (laughs) the ancient world. Uh, so what else? Except rhinestone should be lauded as the genius it is. Um, Speaking of genius, uh-huh. I went through this week and I cleaned up the Patreon page. I did the step down in content that we've been doing the last few yep. years. So everything from year one is now available to all patrons. All the bonus content from our the first year of the show is available to all patrons. Uh, most of the bonus content from year two is available to all patrons. The commentaries are still at $2 and the bonus, the bonus episodes are at $1. Mm-hmm. And then year three, the commentaries are now available at $5 tier. The bonus episodes available at $2 tier. And um, some of the random stuff we've done since then is at the $1 tier. But one thing that I did make an exception on is I went back and I took both our before and after of Rhinestone Uh and our full commentary of Rhinestone. And I put those out for all patrons at the $1 tier. Did we do a full commentary? We did a full commentary. We did. We did. Huh. And so those are both available to all of our patrons. And as part of my goal to make this movie as beloved as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no one should be deprived of rhinestone. Nobody should be deprived of rhinestone. Yeah. Um, also here, speaking of other stuff. So, uh, you know, a few weeks ago I brought in apostrophe sent me a package, yes. a Lego set. Well, and in it, he insulted 
uh, Jerk McCock, the Dick Show lawyer. Uh-huh. Well, he wants to get his own, so he sent this new second package. And the only message that kind of came with it was that apostrophos is without honor. Okay. So based on the size, I can only guess that this is a forty-five of worst greatest hits. That's what it, that's that's the size we're dealing with, folks. The size yeah. of a forty-five. So uh, we have no, you have no we have no idea what's in here. A lot of packing tape on it, though. It's one of those. It's one of those packages that's uh, like all the plastic built out of bubble yeah. wrap. Yeah. Uh, let's see. God damn it! It's a tight package. Uh, it is. A, it is a tight package. Toit like a tiger. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna go ahead and C-section the whole thing. And then I'll cut that silence out. All right, so we got a cardboard envelope. And out of the cardboard envelope comes, <laughs> holy shit, they're, uh, it's a brass knuckle batleth. It's a brass knuckle batleth. That's badass. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to I'm gonna fuck up some, some somethings with this. <laughs> what if I use a bottle opener? Yeah, yeah. Come over here, Tim. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna disembowel you. My little. It looks pretty hefty. It's a nice little size. Oh yeah, it's not not too, not too, um, not too heavy. Yeah. What what are you doing? The blade goes out. Yeah, but like the problem is we have human fingers. <laughs> no, you just you only do two, and now you have the bat without uh, in your face. That, that's dope. I'm gonna. Those were sharp. I need like a little like, uh, meat claws. Trey to put this on something to hang it on. Well, thank you to Keon. Apostrophus is without honor. Now the now the ball is back in his court <laughs> to see where what the insults will be generated. Uh, what else? What else do we have to talk about? Keep insulting Tab as long as you send him stuff with it. <laughs> we we did a commentary of backdraft today for yes. uh, one of our spite producers, and that was a that was a movie that said its name way too many times during the <laughs> run. But then also awesome. in that we kept saying it. So yeah, we said that we said that that word a lot. So go check that out. As if it was a pretty fun movie about a firefighter, yeah. and uh, and then also one story from this week, uh, we got into a street race. Yes, Tim and I were on our way over to Truckin' and Tuckin's house for movie night, and we're leaving a light, and this guy in a charger who's next to me, we're just cruising, tops yeah. down, just cruising. Guy in the charger next to me decides to rev it at the light. Uh-huh. It's like oh, I can't, I can't leave that unanswered. So. Uh, blast his ass out of the water yep and you know a quarter mile down the road i'm doing 60 and a 30 not smart <laughs> and my move whenever anybody does that to me is i once i get out ahead of them i change lanes into their lane as my way of just going you lose yeah so i change in the left lane and we get to the next light which is also red and this van this plumbing van pulls up next to me and the light turns green and the plumbing van guy revs his engine because <laughs> he had seen the whole thing yeah, yeah. Uh, we were cracking up. It was pretty good. Light, light, I'm pretty like, sure uh, I could you get up pretty early. Charger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like I'm sure I don't know. Maybe that was a V8 Dodge Charger, but even maybe. still, those things suck. Yeah, but you you get you 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 still in the Mustang. You get that from like Accord guys or Civic. Oh uh, yeah, I get it all the time. Yeah. 
It's it's frankly maddening. <laughs> the Dodge Charger is the car for the racer that wants to look like a race car driver but can't actually afford a real race car. The Dodge Charger is for someone who wants to relive the glory days of like the muscle car era, uh-huh. but still has to get groceries and drive his yes. kids to school. There, it's such an embarrassment that they made that car four doors. It was... The, and the other thing that pissed me off at the Dodge Charger was that it started out as the Dodge Magnum, uh-huh. which was this hatchback. And yes. as a hatchback, I was like, that's kind of a cool. It had a sporty engine, yeah. had all this cargo room. Like, that's kind of a nice, uh, instead of going to the crossover or something big, a nice low station wagon. I like yeah, it. Yeah, my cousin used to have one. And then they're like, well, we cut the station wagon off and we're calling it a Charger. And like, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Cab, you're forgetting that the driver lost his kids in a custody battle, so the back seat is just for uh, dead weights <laughs> that he never uses. Oh man, that is that's probably true. So we have Cripple Jesus on again as a special guest, and as a request from a spite producer who likes his show, uh, who gives a shit, and wanted us to have Cripple Jesus on the show, but with the caveat that. He will be summing up at the end of all of our issues. We will take a pause. Cripple Jesus will have to sum up in a sports analogy uh-huh. what the issue was about. And he'll have to do a different sport for each issue. And then, obviously, he, does, he doesn't get to be told what the issue is beforehand. No, he does so, not know what he does not know. So I think this is going to be fun. And... uh there might be some editing in here, but we'll see. We'll see. So, Tim, why don't you start us off with your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. And have a fun time with this one, CJ. Um, <laughs> I don't get when uh, the source material for something is not the first... Uh, is not the first hit on Google. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you Googled the phrase Star Trek, and the first thing that popped up was a 2009 J.J. Abrams movie. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> That's probably true. It's it? not. I tested it. It's okay. not. You, you, you Google Star Trek, and the first Wikipedia page link goes to Star Trek. The original series. Parentheses series. Mm. Uh, I think the second Wikipedia link goes to Next Generation. And I think the first IMDb link is for Abrams Trek. But that's, but see, I I think that's all right. Not because I enjoy that movie, but because that movie is called Star Trek. There's not another movie called Star Trek. Yeah. There's a movie called Star Trek, the original motion picture. Star Trek, the motion picture. The motion picture, yes. Yeah. But I've been, uh, I've been organizing some of my comics and, uh, I use a couple of different websites to to help me with like chronological order mm-hmm. and uh, like volumes, right? Because some some comics are weird and have like like are are currently on volume nine. Volume is when they restart, you know, number one numbering. Whereas some will be on volume two, like Spider Man. Yes, Spider Man's like on volume four or five, but those last two or three have been within the last five years. So volume one was in the sixties when he launched. Yes. And volume two was in the eighties or whatever. Or uh, volume two was a couple years ago. So what's considered a volume then? 
when they restarted at number one. Oh, okay. So Spider-Man was, I got, I think got it up to seven issue 700. And then they, I, I would, th- I, I, in my mind, I would think a volume would be like, oh, we rebooted the character new volume. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Spider-Man is, was a little different in that like they, uh, usually with Spider-Man, they go with the route with like, oh, this is, um, the Scarlet Spider. Mm-hmm. So the name of the comic is, you know, the Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Um, so, but I use. Wikipedia I would have thought volume is, would have been like a different decade that the media came out in, because when I listened guess. to music, right, I listened to a lot of James Brown, yeah. and the way they categorize his albums is volume one <laughs> is anything that came out in the fifties, volume two is the sixties, and volume three is seventies and eighties. Yeah, see, that works for James Brown, though, because James Brown has released, like, 400 albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 700 Spider-Mans. Yeah, but they're, they got like, so many Spider-Mans, they have to recap their fuck this going through uh, the old issue, the old episodes I stumbled upon our uh, commentary of My Little Pony movie that was actually into the, into yeah, the into Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yeah. And uh, then I, I relived having to hear the fucking... In- origin story of every goddamn character in that whole fucking movie 11 times yeah um anyways i use so i use i use wikipedia because it's a super simple you're able to like right you click on spider-man and it's like here's spider-man the comics and you click on on like um on the right hand side usually they'll have like volume one volume two volume three were like issue one through 12 issue one through 18 you know whatever it was and it, with with all the dates and stuff, and I like to order my stuff with the dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've started ordering my comics in the way that I order my. Uh, I used to order my albums when I downloaded music, right? Yeah. Um. So I'll have like a folder that's like Spider Man, and in that folder, everything has a par- par- parenthetical date before it. So it'd be like Spider Man, like parentheses nineteen sixty three to two thousand and fifteen, the Amazing Spider Man issues. One through seven hundred. Yeah. Um, but for for some of the weirder stuff, I'll go I'll go to Wikipedia because it's super easy. Like the Punisher has had ten volumes and and a gajillion miniseries and one shots. And sometimes, like it's like, oh, do I call this '80s series? The '80s series is called The Punisher, but this one from like '93 is called Punisher with no the. Is that the same? Is that a volume two or is that volume one of Punisher? Which you needs know? to be separate in my. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm very particular. And I'm autistic. <laughs> yeah. We've look, we got that voice. Around. We agree. We're both somewhere on that spectrum. Just, just with different things. Um, mine has, happens to be comic books. Yeah. Um, but like I'll Google, like I'll Google Captain Marvel thinking, Right. Oh, the first thing that should pop up should be Captain Marvel, parenthetical, comic book. Yeah. No. No, It's movie. the goddamn movie. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, MCU's hot shit, Tim. Nobody gives a fuck about your gay <laughs> incel comics. Ex- oh, I, they, hate, I hate it. So it, I was, I was, it made me feel like The MCU's taken over, Tim. It was, and it wasn't just MCU. It was, I mean, I guess this this did count. Oh the, yeah, I know all about Age of Ultron, where uh, the Hulk and Iron Man invent Ultron with Jarvis. <laughs> you know, I watched Captain Marvel once, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, 
God, when Elon invents robot legs, I hope I don't run like this. Like, I hope I at least <laughs> look better when I run. Uh, man, speaking yeah. of weird running, uh, the Tom movie. Tom Cruise? Are you no, Tom I wasn't going to talk about okay. Tom Cruise. I was going to talk about the movie In Time. Oh, yeah. That I watched that I watched yesterday or the day before or something like that. Anyway, uh, one of the things that in that movie that I noticed pretty early on was that none of the cars have door handles. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of the buildings don't either. And I was uh-huh. like, it's a it's a post post <laughs> Tim handle breaking apocalypse world. Yeah. But uh, the other thing about it was the poor people, because they have so little time, are constantly running. And Justin Timberlake runs like a weirdo. Does he really? Yeah, he runs like he's trying to look like Tom Cruise. But like Tom Cruise, if Tom Cruise were also trying, was earnestly doing power walking. Huh. So so he's he is running, but he's like he's he's puffed his chest up too much and his arms are moving like that's the Tom Cruise run. No, no, Tom Cruise's run, Tom Cruise is straight as a board. It's a table strapped to his back. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Justin Timberlake was like puffing his chest out while he ran. And his chin was kind of up like he was staring into the sun. He looked really weird. And they're running constantly. And then the other half of the time he's dragging this woman behind him. Yeah. Who's trying to run full out run in high heels. Like, guys, guys. Overcrank the film. <laughs> Overcrank the film. Let him just kind of jog, yep. and then it'll look just right. Yes. Or you want to undercrank it? Uh, no, I want to overcrank because yeah, then I'm going to speed it up. Yeah. Because if I if I'm shooting at like twenty, no, yeah, I do want to undercrank. Want to undercrank? Yeah, that's what. I yeah. So shoot at 20 frames a second, speed it up to 24, and, yes. and now everyone looks like... See, what they should have done is just make me the stunt double, and I'll be in the scenes for every time Justin Timberwake has to run. <laughs> is that, is that, did he do any movies other than that? Uh, yes, he's done, he did Alpha Dog, but that was way <laughs> earlier than that. Yeah, because he can't act to save his fucking No, life. I don't think so. Uh, I think he's done a couple movies. Yeah. Um. There's some Apple TV movie that he was in, but I only saw the ad for it, and it looks, it's like a Friday Night White kind of knockoff thing, huh. where he's like a basketball coach. It looks terrible. Oh, is that the one? No. Uh, sorry. I was thinking of the Mighty Ducks revival they're doing. Oh, yeah. And uh, Emilio Estevez is like beer fat and yeah. has a pedo mustache. Uh-huh. It's like, ugh. I don't and know about this. It's only Gilmore- for Apple TV, so like four people will see it. So I'm sure it won't affect his career. No, probably not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so... You're you're googling to try and find your volumes. Yeah, it's it's the source it's the source media being being upended by the adaptations. I really don't like that. Yeah, it irks me. In, well, well, in a, in a, in it's a gonna get way. a lot worse. It's gonna get a lot worse. They when they start making all these obscure character when Howard the Duck gets his show, which I th- actually they were doing a Howard the Duck show on Hulu before the merger. Yeah, it never got. They never started filming it, so it got canceled. I. It's gonna happen. What's gonna happen is they're gonna memory hole your old comics. Yeah, and because Spider Man, I'm sure if you just Google Spider Man, that's got to be like a nightmare on the internet of like what the hell is going on. I I assume the first one should be Wikipedia entry for 
Spider-Man. In film, Spider-Man has been portrayed by actors. Yeah, but it's it's the Wikipedia page. Number two just for is the Spider-Man 2002 film. Because that one is named Spider-Man. The new Spider-Man title is on YouTube. Spider-Man No Way Home, Spider-Man Movie. Spider-Man Peter Parker, Spider-Man PlayStation. Just like just garbage results. But the first one is the one you need. Is it? It's the Wikipedia page for for Spider-Man as for a whole, Spider-Man. which yeah. is just a gigantic thing. Yeah. Look at all those works. So if, if you go to the top, reads. if you go to the top on the sidebar thing. Oh, see, see, because because this see that's even better because this isn't even the comic page for it, uh-huh. right? This isn't even about the comic book Spider-Man. It's just about the concept of Spider-Man. Let's do Batman. Should be the same thing. Batman yeah. Wikipedia, Which, Batman in film Wikipedia, Batman DC, Batman 1989 IMDb, Batman Bruce Wayne DC database, Batman Batman Wiki fandom, Bat, the Batman trailer 2022. Those are our results for Batman. Uh, they, so th- yeah, and the top the top things how the Batman's Matt Reeves and Jeffrey Wright celebrated the end of filming, the Batman feature wraps production, Robert Pattinson's the Batman. I don't give a fuck about Robert Pattinson. I'd much rather have this one. Well, that's the that's, that's the, the that's concept the first, of Batman. That's the first link. The other ones were news stories. They're still they're burying it. They're burying the Batman. In any case, yeah, I I feel you. I wish. So I guess it's a little bit of a uh, little bit of my uh, autismo uh, triggering triggering, and that. Uh, like that's not the original one, right? Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure you would be just as peeved off if you typed in Star Trek and the first thing that popped up was uh the JJ Abrams film or Discovery or Picard thing is going or, on. Or they just started filming uh that new series. Prodigy? No. Oh, the, uh the one with Pike. The one with Pike. Star Trek Pike. Yeah. 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 Because that that happened. That's what they're gonna do, though. They're gonna bury. They're gonna they're gonna create so many bad series that the old series will just be watered down and unfindable. <laughs> uh, because what do you mean they made a Star Trek in the sixth? They made, yeah. they made a Star Trek show in the sixth. No, that, that's no, 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 no. It came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, they made yeah, that yeah. movie, and then they made all those terrible, terrible TV shows. Yeah. Uh, What's a wharf? <laughs> is. No, Worf is Worf is mentioned in Picard, or he's not mentioned. He's seen in a photograph in Picard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Why is there a Star Trek show about an old man? Why don't we know what this young man looked like? They're, they're probably going to do a Star Trek Picard too. That's like a young, young guy recast as Picard. In uh, the, they've they've ta- they've there's been or Stargazer, and they'll do Stargazer. James McAvoy says he wants to part why he sucks the only thing he's ever been good in is split and then he ruined that by doing glass glass yeah and other than that i'm trying to think if there's anything else he's been good in i mean he was he was okay he's okay in the x-men movies and he was fine in first class and he was okay in days of future past being that he didn't have to do much he didn't have to do much in days of future past um but then he's other than beyond other than beyond heroin in the second two Yes, but I mean the whole movies are garbage. Yeah, but he's—I mean he's garbage. He, mm, 
more so in Apocalypse because he doesn't really do anything in Dark Phoenix. No, he just gets lectured to by yeah. Jennifer Lawrence and her, I'm contractually obligated to be here, so I'm going to try and ruin this film as hard as possible <laughs> before I get killed off. Oh, Dark Phoenix, that's probably one. If you Google Dark Phoenix, there's probably a ton of garbage yeah. building that up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we, we tried, but like, yeah, if you Google Dark Phoenix, how fast would it take, or how, how long would it take for you to find something about the Dark Phoenix saga in the comics? I'm not a comic film, guy, film, but the only IMDb. thing I can... Dark Phoenix 2019, Rotten Tomatoes, 20th Century Studios, Disney Plus, bombs and we'll lose, we were wrong. Not yeah. even on the first page. Not even on the first page, God damn it! This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So now this is this is the top listing. This is what forever will be Dark Phoenix. So someone goes like, well, what is Dark Phoenix? Oh, it's a terrible movie? Okay, then I'm not going to read the comic books. Yeah. Uh, this happens to me with, with car parts a lot. Yeah. Where I'll be like, I need... Sometimes I'll just specify 07 Mustang thing. Yeah. 07 Mustang GT thing. Sometimes I'll give it the range because a lot of times the listings won't have 07 in there. They'll have but they the will other. have 05 to 09. Yeah. So I'll put 05 to 09 Mustang GT uh, convertible spring, lowering springs, because mm -hmm. I need a special kind of springs to lower my car, for instance. And so it's like, oh, check this out. 1999 to 2004 Mustang lowering springs. Like that's exactly the fucking opposite of what I need. Uh, here's a full set of shock struts and alignment kit for a S550 Mustang. Like the only word that's in common in here is Mustang. Yep. And to think that they pretend these search engines are smart and can <laughs> curate the content for you based on hits, which is not what's happening anymore. Nope. What were you going to say, CJ, about not uh, being into comics? Oh, yeah. I'm not into comics, but the only thing I can compare it to, this is why I stopped buying cigars on the internet, because I'll look up a cigar manufacturer, right, and type in the cigar that I want. Like, let's say I want a Monte Cristo White Series. I like to smoke those. And the top results I get, is an ad for mining Crisco and what their new cigars. No, I don't want that. I want this cigar. That's why I typed it into the search bar. <laughs> I don't want your whole catalog of cigars. I want this particular cigar because I like the flavor. See, I just buy the, uh, I just go on like Thompson Cigar or Cigars.com or one of the other websites and find their like discount samplers. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, like, oh, yeah, it's it's one Cohiba red dot and then a bunch of other garbage, and it's twenty nine ninety nine. It's like, well, I know the Cohiba red dot's worth 25 bucks. So for five more dollars, I get seven more cigars, and uh, chances are one of them's good. A lot of times, and, and with the samplers. Somebody knocked on my door. Can I take care of that real quick? I'm sorry. Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. All right. I've gone through the first five pages. And you've still not found anything and about And have Dark not Phoenix. found anything about... The closest thing I got was... Uh, uh, the, it was a, looked like it was a news article saying that the movie got the comic... Did the comic bad. Well, that's embarrassing, Tim. Yeah. You, you're... This is what it'll be. Forever. 
Yeah. It will always be this terrible movie. Your the comic uh-huh. has been completely buried. Yeah. I bet the comic was still searchable after uh, the last stand. Is that the third sure, one? Yeah. Sure. The comic was probably still because yeah. that was based on the Dark Phoenix saga. I wonder if you put saga if you put in Saga there. in, you will get you will get the comic book. Um, I'm sure if you Googled it back then, you'd be able right, to find the, it. Yeah, the Dark so Phoenix if you saga. do Dark Phoenix Saga, that does work. So I think you have to, for nowadays you have to append in in this particular instance you have to append Saga onto onto it onto it to get to get the comic. So if I search Age of Ultron. Avengers Age of Ultron, the movie, Wikipedia, uh, movie on IMDb. Well, Age of Ultron wasn't a uh, comic until recently. So what was the, what was that thing called then? What thing? The Age of Ultron that were the the comics based on. It was Avengers whatever issue that is, whatever issues those were. So I just got back and uh, my building manager was... Uh, saying that the busybodies were complaining about me smoking in my apartment. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Most persecuted man on earth. Marvel spent six I mean, Wheel of Fortune Ultron. doesn't come on for another hour, so they, they're really just looking for stuff to complain about. Until <laughs> they, uh, Are you disparaging Wheel of Fortune? Until they see Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Man. It's terrible. Wheel of Fortune's great. No, it's not. And how dare you you tell that <laughs> to cripple Jesus? Wheel of Fortune. You know, they, it's one of the negatives about living in an old folks' home is you're constantly being watched by these old people who have nothing better to do but complain to you to man complain to management about what you're doing and the property that you rent. Yep. Can we can we can we can we uh, rename Crippled Jesus Wheels of Fortune? Wheels of misfortune. Wheels of misfortune. <laughs> Seems to have a lot of bad luck. Yeah. Well, uh, that's so. Cripple Jesus, now is the time. Would you please give us a sports analogy for uh, burying the original content? Sure. Uh, this is a pretty easy one, really, because I was talking to a friend of mine about best female MMA fighters. And he insists that it's Ronda Rousey. Now, we're talking about the best in terms of win percentage. Ronda Rousey's not the best because she's the one that you know about. So if you were to type in the best MMA fighters that are female, you're going to get Ronda Rousey as the top result. She's not the best one. There's plenty of... Uh, fighters that have a better win record than she does. Uh, Howie Holmes, one that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, the best is not the one that you most know because you know Ronda Rousey from fake wrestling. You don't even know her from the sport. She did do she fake wrestling, and then she came from. didn't do that very well either. <laughs> yeah, and then she tried. Oh her yeah, hand her match was. Her match is uh, terrible because she can't act. So that's yeah, that's probably why she wasn't good at, mm-hmm. at the wrestling. She's only she's yeah. a mediocre fighter at best when it comes to punching people <laughs> in MMA. It was right. She she was put up against a bunch of pretty weak opponents, and then she was finally put up against someone and was yeah. like taken out in round one. All after all this well, hype about yeah, her. Yeah, oh, so she's the best. What it is is she's really the best seller 
of fights when it comes to women because she is from, like, the Conor McGregor class of fighters where the most trash talk and the most controversial you get, the more sales comes out of the fight, which does work. But when you talk about best fighters from a technical level, she's not nowhere at the, not even in the top five. That is true. I Googled it and she is not in the top five. The top five are Amanda, the Linus Noons, Valentina, Bullet, Shevchenko, Magnum, a lot of, a lot of gun names, (laughs) Magnum, Welly Zhang, Thug, Rose, Nemajunas, and Johanna Jagersrick. And then the list continues with Chris, Chris Cyborg, Cyborg. <laughs> really? Chris she, uh, Cyborg. She has but, some but, uh, testosterone allegations. I'm not sure if you can classify her as a male fighter or what, but I, I believe she is. Uh, she's a he now. In terms oh. of how she identifies, but Jessica Bate Estanka and Andrade, Jermaine the Iron Lady Durandamy. That's the uh, that's the list according to this tapology current best pound for pound female MMA fighters. Oh well, that's the other thing is Ronda Rousey isn't a current. Oh, so, MMA fighter, so. let's add in all time. Oh no, that's I, I left men in there. Uh, Ronda Rousey's number two, according to this. Amanda Nunes is the goat, according to them. Yeah, I I could agree with that. She's definitely better than Rousey as a fighter. Um, See, I'm the, partial the other, to certain fighters. The other listing had their their ratings when, when, uh, when this, when one, does this one doesn't. So they just put her in here. 15th on the list. Yeah, this is just them ranking them. So this is just some shitty... He he was exactly right. This is some shitty... See if it has a record on there, or if it doesn't even mention it. Um, Website where they're like, oh, who are the top female fighters? Ronda Rousey. Uh, she fought 14 com- combats and won 12. So she's 12 and 2. Which, she, had, she did... She, which is far four, fewer fights than the current people that were, are on this list. fights? Are you kidding me? Right, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, so, the reason she's even on the list is because she's the most known. She's nowhere near the best. 14 fights. So on this other list that I read, because it actually gave their rankings, the one, two, three, four. The fourth place person is nine and four. Nine wins, four losses. Fourth place? Yeah, in fourth place. So I got to say that these other people that are 21 and 4, 20 and 3, 16 and 4, 23 and 2, 21 and 8, Jesus Christ. Uh, that just having more fights to me get, yeah. ranks them higher than Ronda Rousey. Totally bogus. Well, yeah. Well, here's my, my issue this week. Here's what I don't get uh, self help articles that are these articles are the worst they're always they're written by it feels like they're written by aliens for aliens <laughs> right because you always read this article that's like how i bought my seven hundred thousand dollar condo 
by Wait saving, for it. saving money. Wait for it. It's like, so back in the fall of 2013, Wait for I it. moved in with my parents and saved money by not paying rent for, for three it. years. And I slimmed down all my bills and I paid off all my debt. Wait and then when it. the time was finally ready, I moved into my own house where Wait I brought it. money in for a big down payment. Wait for it. With the help of my parents and grandparents, a hundred thousand dollars in the day. It's like <laughs> you fucking that's not that's not you budgeting yourself. That's not you self-helping. That's you getting help from your family. Yeah. How I escaped how I how I escaped the China virus lockdowns and and made a financial made strides towards financial freedom. Uh I'm I stopped paying rent and moved in with my parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's not you helping yourself. That's you being bailed out by your family, you <laughs> dumb asshole. The other thing I hate about these articles, the budget ones, right? Where it'll be, and it, it goes back for decades. For yeah, in, yeah. in the 90s, in the 80s and 90s, it was like, if you cut down to just two cigarettes a day, yes. you'll save $300 a month. It's like, well, I've never smoked. Where's my $300 a month of not smoker money? Whereas these days, it's like, Lay off the Starbucks for yeah, a week. Only go to Starbucks once a week instead yeah. of twice a day. It's like twice, twice a day. <laughs> I've been to Starbucks twice in the last seven years, <laughs> eight years. Yeah, probably longer than that. I so I, I went to Starbucks all of two times, three times I while think, I was in college. I don't think I've ever been inside an actual Starbucks building. I've been to I've been inside a Starbucks building. To do things other than drink Starbucks more times than I've been to Starbucks for their their coffee. Technically, uh, at the college we were both at, the little cafe in the library was technically a Starbucks. Yeah. And I've definitely been in there. But they were technically a Starbucks in the way that um, uh, hitting someone with your car and then leaving the scene of the crime and never getting caught is technically illegal. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely illegal. <laughs> if it was illegal, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> uh, so I used to go and I would have meetings at Starbucks because yeah, of course people wanted people have, wanted to have yeah. coffee and they'd be like, "Do you want anything?" And I'd say no. And every so often, uh, the three times that I'm thinking about in college was I got dragged along for yeah. a meeting, uh, and it's like, "Do you want anything?" And I'd say no, and they go, "No, no, no, have something, anything you want." And I'm like. Uh, fine. I'll have an Earl Grey tea. <laughs> Three times in college, I had Earl Grey tea from Starbucks, and I haven't been. I haven't been to Starbucks since then. Um, these articles are not helpful. I don't know who they're written for. Like, yeah, I'm sure if I didn't buy Starbucks every day, but I should have millions of dollars then, right? By not going to Starbucks, I don't even fucking drink coffee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it would be like when I was. Um, when I so when I was in college, I lived close enough to the campus that I just rode my bike to to and from school yeah. every day, classes and work and whatnot. And even even some of my if I was like going if I was going to go drinking with people or whatever if I was close enough to home too too far to walk but still close like, yeah. well instead of driving I, my bike's already on the street. I'll just go ride my bike over to the bar or to the restaurant uh -huh. and then ride my bike home and it'll be totally fine. So 
If I were to write an article about how to save money, it'd be like, save money on gas by riding your bike everywhere, assuming you live in a small town <laughs> where you live within a mile of your home and you and your work and your work and wherever you need to go and wherever you need to go. And also you can keep your car around to go buy groceries. Yeah. Cause that was the big problem was that there were days where I'd ride past a grocery store that I would go to every now and again, I'd ride past that store to get home, lock my bike up, get in my car and then yes. drive over there. Yeah. Cause I had a, I had like a milk crate attached to the back of my bike, but that was so that I could throw my big water bottle and my lunchbox and a couple other things in there. Yeah. It wasn't really a secure storage. It didn't have space enough to really carry everything. Even even a single person living in a, in his an apartment buying groceries one week at a time, not enough room in there. I needed at least I needed at least two of those. Yeah. But that would be prohibitively large. And so it's like, "Oh yeah, I saved so much money by doing that." And then trying to apply that to my then later life where I lived 9 miles away from my work. <laughs> And it was it the local. It's like, oh, well, you just instead of driving to work every day, take public transportation. It's like, yeah, OK, I could take I could take the bus to work. Feasibly, I could have taken the bus to work. Yeah. But the bus ride was I would have to to get to work by 8 a.m. Uh-huh. I would have to leave my house at 630. Yes. To walk to the nearest bus stop, which was half a mile away. Can't ride my bike there because the bus won't take the bus that this bus stop is for. It uh-huh. won't take bikes or wouldn't take bikes. Only a initially. couple of the buses do. And um, so I have to walk over there. I have to wait for the bus to get there. And then I'd have to take the 45-minute journey to the other side of town. Yeah. You know, stopping every 10 feet to let someone else on the bus or let someone off the bus. And then once the bus dropped me off, I'd still have to walk up two blocks to get to the work to my work. In which case, my commute has now gone from 19 minutes uh-huh. on a bad day to an hour and a half. Yes. Because we have shit public transportation, despite being a... A grid city? A grid city. I think even without the grid city, we it would it would still it's be the same unfeasible. Re- so, like, this, the person that writes the self-help article that's like... Uh, I, I own my own house at 25 by getting a $125,000 free gift from my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason the, like they see, like they don't see that problem in the article. No. Cause to them, it's just a given. Yeah. Right. The same way people in a large city with good public transportation is just like, well, just take your public transportation. Yeah. <laughs> just ride your bike to the L station. Yeah. Get on the bus, get off, ride your bike the rest of the way. It's, it's like, like 20 minutes. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> uh I these articles these articles are infuriating. And and I don't I'm not don't get me wrong. Like I'm not going out and looking for these. I'm not digging no, around no. on the internet. I'm not trying to You find. came across one at lunch today. I came across one at lunch today. Just they you know they pop up and I mostly read them just to like, okay, where's the weird delusion going to yeah. kick in on this one? Like, I started my own company uh, by and became my own boss. Like, okay, what do you do? Like, I do a very, very specific narrow window of consulting uh-huh. that I can charge an obscene amount for and then go on vacation. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I became a freelance writer for one of the biggest um, article factories on Earth. And then, really, I make my money through 
harvesting other writers and taking a cut of their thing. Like, okay, so your your article about create your own dream job is not so much about how I can create my own dream job, dream job, but more about how you've gamed the system to fuck everyone in your life. Uh, my favorite one of these, it's not an article, but I've had health insurance representatives tell me this over the phone. Because so, I'm like, oh, how could I lower my bill for the month? And they could be like, well, you could just buy things that you only need. And then they <laughs> send me a arbitrary article of things that someone with cerebral palsy needs. So let me get this straight. Some fat lady that just sits in a call center for 12 hours a day knows more about the disease that I live with than I do. And, and, and you should be saying thank you, too. Right, yeah. You're sending me this bullshit arbitrary article that's based on nothing. I mean, I don't even know if the writer, the writer of the article probably doesn't even have a wheelchair that he's bound to. So it's like, what, what it probably you, you think is. you did your job there by sending me that. <laughs> what, it, what that article probably is, right, is is it's, it's not even an author who wrote it. It's yeah. Yeah. it's not an author in the sense of someone who like went out and did research and put together a list to try and help people. This is someone the insurance company said, okay, we're only we only pay for X, Y, and Z. So we need to create this fake article that we can put out to our, to article farms, right? Because there's all these companies that they need content they yes. constantly need content there's the, always the driver content so people will generate these terrible articles there's one going there's one going on right now that people found this one um writer has 50 articles out all about how mass shootings are at an all-time high in uh -huh. every single state in the united states you uh -huh. know trying to sway propaganda and get google hits uh -huh. so what they do is they put out this article farm article uh, X, Y, and Z is what you need to help you with cerebral palsy. Completely coincidental. That's exactly what we offer through our insurance yes. company. Yeah. And then it goes out into the ether, gets kind of worked around, and you they then take it back out and send it to you and go, see, this is all you need. This is completely nonpartisan third-party uh, recommendations. And, and then further use that to justify them continuing to fuck you. Yes. And right, that's yeah. why. And it's every year I have to prove to them every every time I get a wheelchair like modification or even a new wheelchair even, I have to prove to them that I need it. And my doctor writes a letter and she's just like, "Yep, he still can't walk. A year, <laughs> a year twenty, he still can't walk. There's not a cure for his disease yet." And I'm thinking about this next one. I'm just gonna crawl to the nearest blue cross blue shield office, and that'll be my letter. My uh, sister has Down syndrome, so she's on the state Medicaid, I guess. And every year we have to prove that she still has Down syndrome, which is a genetic condition which there is for which there is no cure. And the doctor just like changes the date on this thing and sends it in every year. And it's it's real snippy. But this year my mom got a letter that said, 
Uh, it was like due to the Chinese election year virus, blah, blah, blah situation. Or no, no, that's what that didn't even have anything to do with that. It was like, we were going to review your case to make sure to like audit, to make sure you still have this yeah. condition, but we decided not to. My mom reads this letter and goes, then why the fuck did you send a letter? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were expecting that dumbass letter yeah. we send you every year. <laughs> we said we're sending you a dumbass, another dumbass <laughs> letter to let you know that other dumbass letter isn't coming. We oh, got to send you the dumbass letter for the dumbass letter to justify the government just pouring money into <laughs> our organization that does nothing. Yeah, if if we if we didn't if we didn't send all these dumbass letters, Carol would have to be out of work. So we got to give her something to do every day. She's she's the stamp licker in the office. Couldn't get a sponge with a little bit of just a little bit of water on it. Carol, they're like, I need to send this. Carol, Carol, like I'm working with Carol over here. Okay, send it over when you're done. Uh it, it's it's frankly insulting. And I just, I wonder when I read these articles about how my parents gave me a big loan, <laughs> like I couldn't get a small business loan because my idea is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately my family's independently wealthy. So they just threw a hundred thousand dollars at me to open a flower shop because ah, fuck it. It keeps her busy for you know yeah. the next six months. And what do you know? My flower business took off a little bit. Uh, it's just frankly insulting to the average person where it's like, yeah, if I was in trouble, you know, I think most people, you're in trouble. Your family will help you in any way they can. Yeah. If you need money, they'll give you money. But I think for a lot of families, a lot of families out there, $1,000, $5,000 is about where it is. Is about the range where yeah. it's like, yeah, um, you know, we're going to have to put off this, this, and this, and we can help you. And then as soon as you can, if you pay us back, yeah. that would be great. Like I paid back my parents the money that they loaned me. And I was frankly, my uh, stepmother was dumbfounded when I gave her the cash, yeah. one big lump sum of cash here. Here's everything that I, and she goes, that what, where is this from? Like it's, it's all taken care of. I'm fine in my situation. We can. And she goes, I wasn't expecting to see this for like, couple years <laughs> like i i didn't figure you were but i you know i knew there wasn't a rush but i didn't want to i didn't want to be i didn't i yeah. i didn't want to be any more of the burden that i already was nine hundred dollars nine hundred dollars yeah yeah uh <laughs> my my grand my my parents and grandparents gave me a hundred thousand dollars to buy my fucking first house get fucked <laughs> Get fucked. Yeah. You do not live in the real world with the rest of us. No. You live in a fucking fantasy land. And the fact that then you now also also get paid to tell me that what I can do to make my life easier. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, if you buy generic brand, the generic brand of these foods is just as good as the regular brand. Like I don't even know what regular brand means. <laughs> is there a more like to me that I'm already buying the generic brand. The only way I could get more generic is if I went to fucking Aldi, <laughs> you just buy a can of beans. It doesn't have a picture. I think it just, <laughs> it's a white label with a black text. Beans <laughs> doesn't say not even, not even an S just beans. <laughs> Doesn't say pinto bean, black no. bean, red bean. No, you get bean. You get bean. You get bag that says rice. 
No basmati rice. No. No quinoa. No. None of this bullshit. No, no long grain. No, no short grain. No. Just rice. rice. Get fucked. <laughs> it's it's thirty three cents a bag. Top ten life hacks for uh, your wife. Uh, hack one through ten. Have rich parents. <laughs> How I got my dream car. Here's my here's my life advice. How I got my dream car. Um, get into terrible car accident. Uh-huh. Um, where the person isn't insured and yeah. your car is totaled. Then take all of your savings that you've been building up and go get a car loan and coincidentally find a car you've always wanted. <laughs> there you go. There's my self-help article. Like, wow, <laughs> three easy steps. Get in car accident, have money in the bank, stumble upon the car you yeah. like. Yeah. Boom. Uh, anyway, well, that's my issue. So Cripple Jesus, how would you sum up this issue with a sports analogy? So this is like when a third-string lineman that didn't even play the Super Bowl, this is like when they post the next day, yeah, I got my Super Bowl ring. Are you guys proud of me? It's like, no, you didn't play the game. You didn't contribute in any way. You're you're only once above the poor children in Africa that get the... Uh, other teams winning shirts. <laughs> like, you could, because I put money on the game, you could argue that I contributed more to your team's victory than you yeah. did. You just sat on a bench yeah. and drank Gatorade for four hours. Gatorade. Gatorade. How I got how I got a Super Bowl ring. Number one, be pretty good, but not great at sports. <laughs> Number two, get on a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, thanks Tom Brady when I see him in the locker room. <laughs> Slap his ass, say, good game. And when he says, who are you? Just don't make direct eye contact and walk away. Uh, well, Timmy, you ready to do news? I am. All right. Well, that means it's time for. This episode is brought to you by the Blackface Lawyer News Network. I'm calling the police, too, if you count the cows. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Our first news story today comes to us from... I was going to try and disarm you with my batlet. Tab trying to stab, stab me with the batlet. Uh, no, our first news story comes to us from uh, Over the Pond um, in Sarnia which is somewhere over there in the UK. Uh, Shortly before 1 a.m., a police officer was patrolling downtown in a marked cruiser when he noticed a man sitting on a white chair in a dark alley behind a theater. He was completely naked and soaked to the bone. He was... It was it wasn't water though. He was completely covered in corn oil and was sitting in the dark alleyway masturbating. Oh. oh. <laughs> so this is a guy that likes to uh at midnight cover completely disrobe, cover himself in corn oil, get his favorite chair, go to a dark alley behind a theater and uh Doodle his noodle, if you will. <laughs> Man, um, that's got to be a pretty hard category to look for on Pornhub. 
if if I was if I was a cop, right, and I walked yeah. up on this and be like, "Sir, do you know? You know what? No." Nope. <laughs> just, just you have a you have a good yeah, day now. Good day now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just turn in your badge and gun the next day. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. No justice. In yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, 14 years on the force. Never seen anything like it. Apparently, the guy had, quote, very little recollection of uh, the incidents. <laughs> he said that uh, earlier in the night, he was treating a few friends to some drinks and that he was pretty sure one of them slipped him a quote stupid substance in a bid to make him overdose. Uh, he followed that up with quote, I've had that happen to me a few times. Um, it was a bad night and a bad time. Um, you got to try this new drug. It makes you pour corn oil, corn oil all over yourself <laughs> and masturbate in the alleyway. Yeah. It's great. Uh, the, uh, the trial concluded with uh, some advice for the man. Uh, Stop doing that. He said, <laughs> <laughs> the judge said, uh, knock it off. Stay away from the corn oil, sir. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, our second news story, uh, you might have heard of um, a, uh, a mom in Pennsylvania uh, used uh, deep fake photos and videos. Oh, I did see this of her teenage daughter's cheerleading rivals to try to get them kicked off the team. So she made child porn. She made deep fake child porn of her daughter's enemies. Yeah. To try to get her daughter like a leg up in cheerleading. Mom of the year. Uh huh. Um, it showed them they were naked, drinking and smoking. So it wasn't just like it wasn't just porn. It's like it's, they're also drinking and smoking. Look at this. <sighs> what Shouldn't a dumb drinking idea. Smoking. Yeah, I, I real my daughter really hates this uh, woman. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna commit a crime. That's that's gonna help her become a better cheerleader. She was also sending sending all of them harass uh, <laughs> harassment text messages. Uh, so you know, I, you know, you know what would be what would be funny would be uh, if they weren't like necessarily deep fakes, just bad Photoshop jobs. Yeah, Speaking just like of it. Facebook photo picture <laughs> on this like jib jabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bad Photoshop jobs, uh, over there in the Discord. Engineer Hound made your bean can. <laughs> great. <laughs> Isn't that great? Great. <laughs> bean. Uh, it's like literally a piece of paper taped to the can. <laughs> bean. <laughs> That's even better. Like, we didn't even make our own label. It's the back of some something already printed out that we cut out and yeah. taped. To we just can. taped a piece of receipt paper to there yeah. and wrote bean. Uh, well, our last news story uh, comes to us from Michigan. Uh, some surgeons at a Michigan hospital are in hot water after they started playing games in the middle of operations. Oh, did they touch the sides and it? Yeah. Uh, one of the games they played was The Price is Right. Um, 
uh, what happened is uh, they the, not only did they play the games, they there's photo evidence. Mm. Um, uh, they also play one of the games uh, is guess that weight. Guessing the weight of the organs they're of pulling the out. organs they're pulling out. Nice. Price is right style yeah. <laughs> rules go. Um, dun, 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 there's another dun, dun, picture of a doctor holding dun, dun, a, some fibrous dun, tissue dun, with the patient dun, dun, in the background dun, dun, under anesthesia, captioned "Longest one wins." Yeah. What a hero! Uh, the, that guy. Is. These were what all a like fine yeah, example. captioned <laughs> photos <laughs> by doctors movie. posted publicly to Instagram. Uh, fine frontline workers, yes. absolutely heroes, if you if you will. Yeah. Was that it? That's it for the news. Ah, oh, God. Disarm your oh, phone no. out of your hand with my tiny bat lift. You suck. Well, <laughs> well this has been... Riketa News Network is definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations. You know it doesn't take care of? What? Buying bigger bat lifts so we can <laughs> yeah. fight to the death. <laughs> and if you want to help us with that dream, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. And over there we have five tiers, which get you... Uh, we have the $1 tier, which gets you access to each week's... Ep- early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do. We did the first... We did the whole season of WandaVision plus a review of it, a mm-hmm. comprehensive review. That's available on the $2 tier. We have the $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where you drop the hate and talk about it. That's great. We're going to be doing one of those later today, uh, talking about a well-packed bag. Well-packed sack, if you will. A sack. A, a nice, <laughs> heavy, a nice, heavy sack. Uh, then we have our $10 tier where you, the fan, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch. And we sit down and record a feature-length commentary. This month, we did... Uh, what did we do? Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we did Freddy versus Jason, voted on by the fans. A very... So here's the funniest part of that one. It was a very, very narrow win yes. when we recorded but I did not close the voting after uh-huh. we recorded. I left yeah, it open. Yeah, yeah. Before I I closed the voting, someone came in and voted one last vote. And the winner was still Freddy versus Jason. Ah. It was just no longer by such a narrow margin. And it was too late anyway. If, yeah, if it had course. ended up in second place, it's not like we would have really been able to go back and re-record. No, it would have been interesting. But Yeah. Uh, so it, was not, it, it ended up not being as narrow a margin as uh, we talked about in the episode but it was still a narrow margin nonetheless so be sure if you're a ten dollar patron to get your submissions in for what you want to listen have us listen to in april mm-hmm. and also always everybody in every tier vote because those movies trickle down you'll you know the movies that you voted on last year will be available to a lower tier in a year or two so and then finally we have our 50 dollar spite producer tier where you get a S- say in the show you can ban members uh, of voicemailers you can uh, highlight voicemailers you can ask for specific guests you can ask for guests and give them weird caveats like <laughs> making uh analogies to old tv shows or sports you can ask for special movie commentaries or special bonus episodes special issues special backdrafts special backdrafts uh and uh we will do our best to Ignite the fires and blow your ass away. (laughs) 
So anyway, let's get back to some issues. Uh, CJ, what is your issue this week? So here's what I don't get. Addiction shaming. No, I I brought this in because I am a gambler and a smoker, but I want to focus more on the smoking side of it because it seems to be that's where the most hate is. I've gotten uh, hate from both my grandmothers, (laughs) one who's Uh fat and the other one who is an alcoholic for as long as I've known her. And it's like, why am I? Why is smoking the one that we're not allowed to do? But you can uh, drink yourself to death with not not even good vodka, mind you. Smirnoff is what she drinks, and there's no Tito's. That's acceptable, but smoking isn't acceptable. And I'm really, I'm really tired of you. You know, you have to go to designated areas to smoke, and the. the uh, the thought process behind this is, oh, I care about my health. No one in America cares about <laughs> their health. We're, we're all addicted to something, no matter what it is. If you cared about your health, you wouldn't eat three quarter pounders for lunch, and then you get a Diet Coke. So you think that offsets just how you ate enough to feed like eight African children for one meal. Um I really hate the whole uh, one addiction is the wild. My addiction is the wild, but your addiction that that's bad news. Yeah the the health one is I definitely agree with yeah. because especially in the last year with all the lockdown panic and whatnot, like we we deemed certain things were essential. Like Starbucks was essential because yeah, they yeah. served food. It's like oh yeah. Uh, sure would be terrible if you had to try and figure out how to make your diabetes caffeine <laughs> shot at home. Cause most people like I drink coffee black Yeah, and sometimes I'll put a scoop of, uh, milk, hot chocolate in there to, as to sweeten it and give it a little bit, you know, a little bit of a different flavor, but not over the top, but there'll be people that go get Starbucks drinks where it's like an ounce of coffee in creamer and cream and and syrup and shots of this and a pile of whipped cream on top with extra caramel and chocolate sauce. And it's like, that's not coffee. That's a milkshake. (laughs) You're drinking a milkshake. Uh, Just go to Arby's. It's even worse with the pumpkin pie trend because (sighs) people now just put a whole whole pumpkin pie pie in their Starbucks cup. And then add one shot of espresso to that. And they're like, well, this is what I need to get through every day. There, nothing could be unhealthy about this drink here. And and then they look down on you for whatever you're doing. Like, oh, right. uh, yeah. yeah, you and know that, that smoking's bad for you. You know that uh, you, you, you going out and drinking, uh, drinking too much whiskey, that's bad for you. You know that uh, driving without a seatbelt, that's bad for you. It's like you have diabetes right there. <laughs> You type two yeah. diabetes is just at the, is at the bottom of that cup and you're yeah. coming to it. So why don't you fucking lay and off? It's like uh, with the cigars. I think this is all women that say this. Cause, and I really think it's because women hate when men enjoy themselves. <laughs> and, and that's why they have to come up with another excuse because if they say it like that, right, it sounds evil. So they have to pretend, oh, it smells bad. It's bad for your health. You know what else smells bad that 
perfume that just smelled like a dead daisies. Pumpkin that spice you wear all the time. Pumpkin spice smells. That smells terrible. So it's cinnamon and nutmeg. Uh, whatever that smell is, it makes me sick to my stomach. Um, we have a friend and she puts that shit in her car and it's like <laughs> when I, when, so she doesn't like to, she gets motion sick, so she doesn't like to ride in other people's cars. Yeah. So if we go somewhere, she has to drive, but her air fresheners make me physically ill. So I have to take all of her air fresheners and put them in the glove box because that way <laughs> air doesn't circulate past them. Otherwise, I'll vomit in her car. Just totally yeah, feeling fine. Yeah. I will vomit in her car. <laughs> and and yeah. And that, the best example of this was probably when my grandma, while she was drunk, she told me I got to watch gambling. And she's so drunk to the point where she can barely even stand up. And I'm just like, yeah, playing a poker game with my friends, that's really going to kill me. Not drinking to the point where your body is like mine because you're so drunk. Yeah, I I get the I get the smoking more than the drinking addiction thing uh, where you can like I, Tim, Tim and I are sitting here, right? I can drink a gallon of of alcohol, yeah, and there's no harm to you. No, but if I smoked a pack of cigarettes, there would be some amount of harm to you. Sure. E- even the most basic, like you talked about last week, yeah. of your clothes smelling bad. Yeah, I get that. I get that people don't like that. But uh, and also too, hand, I've noticed another group that hates on uh, cigars and just cigarettes in general are the, the women who smell like skunk because they're smoking weed all the time. Oh. They're complaining about tobacco smell, which actually smells pretty good, and you're going around smelling like a skunk just sprayed you, and that, that's fine the, somehow. The weed smokers who sm- are like, oh, you can smoke in this bar? I guess that I, means I can smoke weed. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> Lung cancer is one thing. Yeah. A secondhand high is a totally other thing. Uh, and and the higher than thou, to me, though, right? Like, CJ, it's like, uh, you want to drink and smoke and do whatever. Guy's fucking legs don't work. <laughs> Let him have something. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, whatever I mean, it is. Uh, is, my health, is my health really going to get that worse? That's my question to these people. You gotta replace the runner's high with something. <laughs> the it, it, it's just but, uh, at a certain yeah, point I, you just really, have to mind your own fucking business. Yeah, that's the core of it is that these people can't mind their own business, and I also think there's the element of it too that they don't understand how I can get joy from something that they don't like. They're not able to comprehend how I can get joy from something that they know nothing about because it's really not about the uh, the health. It's not about my health. It never was. It's not about the smell because almost everyone smells bad. And it's not about the secondhand smoke because that's not, I don't believe that's real. That's fabricated and wildly exaggerated. If you're going to get cancer, it's going to be from the McDouble that you eat every day. It's not going (laughs) to be from the cigarette that you might inhale the smoke when you're passing by me. That's not where the cancer comes from. The food food stuff is the best. I mean, like we just, we fill our bodies with such poison that 
we justify as being like, well, I have to eat that the higher than thou stuff on when, when people, when I tell people like, oh yeah, I smoke a garden out and they're like, well, you know, those are bad for you. Like, well, yeah, but so is like just fucking walking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the air walking around uh, there's a, downtown when the cars are driving around at five o'clock probably way worse for me. There's a there's like there's like a fan. Th- I read like a, a weird fan theory that oxygen is we're rusting. Well, yeah, oxygen is poisonous to humans mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, and that it's the oxygen is slowly giving us cancer or whatever. Yeah, and because well, the, the the statistic is one in two people will get cancer. Yeah. The the that's that's, that's <laughs> I mean, the other reason why we're not allowed to have nuclear power, right? Is because yeah. we think that oh there'll be a meltdown and it'll cause all of this extra radiation. But the Three Mile Island meltdown happened, and do you know how many how many cases of excess cancer were caused by it? How many? None. Yeah. They studied. I think they they held they had a commission open to investigate for like eighteen years or something like that. Yeah. And they never got a call because. It takes so much radiation. Uh, the I read this book many years ago. It was called Physics for Future Presidents, and it's a really great book about like the problems with physics that we face every day, mm-hmm. and but it applies them to the real world. And there's a whole section on there about nuclear power that was it was really really interesting because with radiation, there's either it's either something that has a very sh- long half life, yes. like plutonium, which is in the thousands and thousands of years, uh-huh. in which case the radioactive uh, dosage you get from it is very, very small, minute. And then there are ones that have very short half-lives that will dump a lot of radiation Uh into you, but those just kill you, like, right away. And so there's not a lot of middle ground ones where they can give you, like, a long-term dose and a short-term dose to where they cause these excess cancers. So it's all just the fear-mongering that makes us think, well, we can't have nuclear reactors because what if there's a meltdown? And all of these problems have been solved with different types of reactors and different safety standards. The In, in Japan, for instance, they had three nuclear power plants, yeah. two of them built to the government-mandated minimums. And one of them, the guy that built it, was like, "No, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna make this actually work." So instead of building their seawall to the government mandated minimum, he built it to twice that. Yeah. So he didn't flood, and his concrete base was twice as thick. And like they just put the money in, and that that plant never shut down. And we don't want to do that. We just want to half-ass everything. And so we gotta we gotta take away the joy from everyone's lives. So we can't fix problems. Like just. Just mind your own business. If if it bothers you so much, go somewhere else. Yeah, not my problem. Don't come. I figured don't go out. To a, and send them I figured on out. Door. Yeah, I figured out a solution for this problem though. So when VR becomes more accessible, it's just a simulator, right? It's a Karen simulator, and you just the level is you see someone smoking, and then you hit a button to tell them to stop. And that's all in VR. You, the, you, they get it out of their system. Uh, that yeah. Way. Well, yeah, because that's the high for them, right? Their addiction is telling you what you should not do. You shouldn't be having fun in front of me because I'm a miserable cunt. That's what they're <laughs> addicted to. So if we could get this, if we could get that feeling out of them, 
without them actually uh, interrupting real life. I think that's the best way to do it. And the first time someone's like, uh, can I speak to a manager? They drag him in the back room and put him into a VR thing and they, they never leave. Have you seen the videos <laughs> of the guy? He has the mask that looks like his face with the mask on his chin. Yes. And I've seen a couple of videos on the one hand, like uh, it's, it's a great troll, but on the other uh-huh. hand, he's still a cuck. But one of them is this woman, like she's in the grocery store and he's wearing it and she gets, yeah, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. You're wearing it on your chin because I am wearing a mask. No, you're not wearing it properly. And she pulls it down and she's just like, well, I don't even know why you would want to do something like that. It's not (laughs) funny. You're just get, she gets so upset that she got, she was the butt of the joke. Like, yeah. Uh, You ever think about just minding your own fucking business? How much better the world would be if people just would mind their own business on so many different fronts. Yeah. Um, I personally enjoy minding my own business uh-huh. and not getting involved in other people's spats or whatever. Yeah. When I see someone, you know, parking their car like a dumbass, I park far away. I don't go call the police on them to go like this guy. Hey! Solve your own problems and just mind your own business. I thought these masks were supposed to protect us from everything. Certainly, surely you could just put on a mask and you wouldn't have to smell the cigarette smoke. I started telling tell people me. that when I go out in public and then people are like, you should be wearing a mask. I started telling people that I have this new mask. It's an invisible mask and it works three times more effective than the mask you're wearing. But you don't have one because you're not friends with Anthony Fauci. And I am. <laughs> I have this new mask. It's the emperor's new mask. And it's a it's a mask. You can't see it, but it's working. I assure you. <laughs> uh, I, our, our whole world is just has, we've really fallen. Someday they're gonna they have they have the power now to tell you yeah. to not go to work. It's just gonna be like, oh uh, yeah, we don't like that you get to play violent video games. You're addicted to Skyrim. You you uh, Steam. You know, monitors how many it, hours. In Chicago, I think they're trying to get Grand Theft Auto banned. Yeah. Because carjackings. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, but your gang problem, you're not going to do anything about that in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to mandate that Steam, like, okay, if someone puts in 100 hours, uh, they have to not be allowed to play that game anymore. Oh, and boy. A, a, a thing needs to pop up that says go outside. Even if it's 20 minutes a day. Even if it's 20 minutes a day for 10 years, you're... That's too much. It's yep. too much of video games because uh, the moms, the humorless dolts, they can't handle you having fun. They need you to not have fun. Tim, you're addicted to having these digital comic books. And we can't allow it. <laughs> I, I think that I think CJ's on to something with the addiction. Like we're just going to because they keep saying that addiction is like a mental health issue yeah, yeah. and they keep adding in more and more things to it. And it's like, well, if. If we have to do all this dumb shit for one health thing, then surely we have to end all the other. Tab, you've been eating upwards of three times a day. Yep, you're addicted. Uh, you're addicted to food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CJ, do you have anything more on this you want to talk about? No, I do have a good a sports analogy, though. Uh, those people are like when the, the American women's soccer team talks about politics because uh your opinion doesn't matter and you're irrelevant <laughs> to all situations uh 
you know, you guys can talk all you want, but uh, nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's going to watch women's soccer, let alone soccer. Nobody in America gives a shit about that sport. Well, Tim, you like soccer. You tell yeah. me about how great soccer is to watch on TV with it's your better, estrogen pills. It's better than uh, American football. It's just called football. American football. No, no, no. It's just called football. Ha- hand egg. No, it's called football. Right, hand egg. We got soccer and we got football. There's no American football. There's only football. Uh, why do you use your hands? Why not in football? Because football is stupid. Handball is more fun. Handball is more fun. Yeah, I'd watch professional handball. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rugby like, is like pretty said, man, good, I but said, it's hard to come by around. Uh, depending on where you're at, it's hard to actually watch on TV. You know what? We should just have <laughs> professional Star Trek trivia contests. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tim, what's your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Too long of a waiting period. Uh, Trying to buy a gun? Yes. Uh, no, as we as as everyone knows well by now, uh, we are fully in the rhinestone basket. Yeah. And uh, I bought a copy of the rhinestone soundtrack on vinyl. Nice. Good condition. Yeah. It was less All than... All these archaic forms of... Less than... I don't, I don't even own a record player. I don't give a shit. Uh, less than 10 bucks. It's our job to preserve this. Like a It time was like capsule. 12 bucks with shipping. Right? Uh, I ordered this on either the second or the third of this month. Yeah. Uh, I checked it. I checked my order two days ago. Because I... Uh, I have, I received my Rhinestone Blu-ray already. Mm-hmm. I've, so I've got the vinyl and I've got another package uh, uh, waiting. So I was checking the tracking on both of them. Uh, the other package, the third one, on its way, no problem. The vinyl has not even shipped yet. Ugh. So this is 10 days later. 10 days later, which even if... Uh, you were counting it as business days was still a week and a half. It was it's, it's it was a week and a half of business days. Well, it's a week and a half either way, but but also counting business days, it was a week and a half. Uh, so I go to Etsy and uh, I click on the store. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna say, hey, what's up? Where, where's my package? Click on the store. Hey, uh, this seller is not available anymore. Store oh, is not no. available anymore. So, for some reason or another, maybe for being it, maybe it was a fake store, you yeah. know, and they got my money. Yeah. I'll get a refund, right? That's, that's, eventually I'll get a refund. But if it's been 10 days and they haven't shipped my item yet, that should be plenty. I think 10 days. Should be plenty and plenty enough time for me to go. Hey, give me my money back. Yes, uh, it's not. I have to wait. What's today? Today's the fifteenth. I have to wait until the eighteenth. So you have? Do you have? To, was it another week from the time where you clicked into it? I believe it's fourteen full days. Four, yeah, fourteen full days is what it yeah. is. Ten uh, days. It's it's two thousand twenty one. Yeah, it, it, you can get to the post office within ten days. Yes. Uh. So, I it it made me furious. 
This is this is how I got my copy of Rhinestone for free. Yeah. Because uh, so what happened was I ordered it from Amazon. I ordered a DVD. The only it's an official DVD, not yes. your bootleg Blu-ray. I ordered a custom-made Blu-ray. Yeah, but yeah. the word we're looking for is bootleg. Yes. So I bought the official DVD from 2005 uh-huh. and 2004, I think. And uh, I'm watching the tracking, and one day it's it's left the shipping regional distribution facility in in Oklahoma City, uh-huh. and then it leaves there at like 11 in the morning. And then at seven o'clock at night, it says your package has been delayed in transit. And then at ten o'clock at night, it scans again. Your package has been delayed in transit. It's just vanished off the face of the earth. Yeah, somewhere on the two-hour drive from Oklahoma City to Tulsa. So, it's it. The listing says uh, if your thing isn't delivered by Monday, you can uh, file for a refund. Yep. So that is Saturday. Or then no, that was Thursday. Friday, no package. Saturday, no package. Sunday, no package. Monday, no package. 12 overrun rolls around, and now, boom, button appears, request a refund. I click the request a refund button, and it says, I've already had to wait until Monday to even click the button. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. It's like I can't even submit yeah. a ticket. And so then inside the button, it says, please wait three more days, and we will offer a refund. I'm like, Fucking, I had to wait five days just to push the damn button. Yeah. Now I have to wait three days inside the button to file a thing. So I clicked through and got a phone person on the phone. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? This isn't like you handed it off to USPS and USPS fucked off. You are delivering this. You know where the package is. Well, it says delayed in transit. I know it says delayed in transit. I can read the same fucking tracking that you can. So give me a refund. If you're not going to fucking deliver it, give me a fucking refund. Lady issues me a refund that night. And I think two or three days later... Uh, rhinestone shows up on my porch after all and i was like well fuck them i'm yeah. keeping it yeah charge my card if you want to yeah that's the thing is not only do i have to wait two whole weeks for them to not ship my thing probably yeah. uh i will then have to wait a probably another two weeks because i'll have to cause I'll you have, file I'll, the thing out they send it to the seller the seller files the thing out the seller send, the seller doesn't exist anymore though they've deleted the seller's store on ebay on Etsy, yeah, yeah. On Etsy, yeah. yeah. You, where'd you pay through? PayPal. Yeah, so PayPal has to pay. Oh God, PayPal. Yeah. Fuck PayPal so hard. So I got to deal with the PayPal side, I, the, the Etsy side, which like I, they have to know they've deleted the store, right? Yeah, I would think so. I would think this would be a very simple. You have deleted the store, and they have not shipped my package. Okay, we will give you the money you paid. Yeah. But I have a feeling it is not going to be anywhere near. No, I, I guarantee you Etsy's going to go, oh, you paid through PayPal, you have to deal with PayPal. And then PayPal's going to do, like I said, yep. you file for a refund, PayPal contacts the person. If they don't hear back within 14 days, then they give you a refund. If they do hear back, then you they like can try and mediate it. And it's just, it's a huge long waiting period for something that's very obviously not coming. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that's annoying about that is that then they want to jerk you around in, in how you get the refund. Like, oh, you have to send this thing back. Like, I'm not sending this thing back to China. <laughs> it costs $800 to mail this fucking thing to China. $800 for a $300 refund, you sons of bitches. Tell them to send me a fucking return address, uh, prepaid stamp thing. Uh, they won't do that. They want you to pay return postage they sent me defective car parts 
defective. Not, not I broke them misusing them. They didn't, they don't work. They cause a safety hazard on my vehicle. That's how, that's how these places get their money, man. It is huge scam. Modern day scam. Uh, and then and then the companies have the audacity to tell tell you that this policy of waiting 10 days yeah. somehow protects you. Uh-huh. Uh my dad was talking about he bought um he bought a new wireless system for his guitar cuz yeah. he had he had one system and it worked okay but it, there were all the cutouts and yeah. nothing was like really up to quality so he bought another sure wireless system. Because sure just works. Just works, yeah. As far as audio equipment yes. goes, you can uh we were talking about the SM fifty eights and yeah. it's like every SM fifty eight fifty eights and fifty sevens. Yeah, that has ever been sold is still in service. Yes. <laughs> every single one of them. Uh the so the the wireless comes and it's a different the one in the picture was one band. Yeah. And so he has he has three of these now, one for his guitar, one for his bass, and now one for his small setup. And each one he wants on a different band so that there's never any uh signal overlap between yeah. his different things. So he it comes and it's a band he already has and he writes the seller and the seller says, "Yeah, uh sorry, I I just gra- you know, I've got six of them. I just yes. grabbed one. I didn't realize how that we need you need one very specifically, I'll send you the one you need, and in the box will come a return address label. You, the new one comes, you pack it up, you mail it back within you know thirty days. And so, of course, my dad gets it, opens it up, it's right, puts the old one ba- back in that box, labels it, and takes it to the post office, no problem. Um, great, great customer service yeah, from that yeah. seller, right? But on the other hand, he did something like that. He sold an item through ebay and the person got it and claimed that it didn't work uh-huh. and he's like well you say it doesn't work i know that it does work so i'll refund your money you ship it back refunds the money guy never ships it back of course not can't ever get the money back no. because paypal doesn't give a shit about yeah. you they got their three percent that's all they care about yep. and uh the the process of sitting on your hands for weeks and weeks and weeks while they deliberate on something that's so fucking obvious obviously a scam is it's revolting and it's insulting as a customer. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have anything more you want to say on our too long of waiting periods? Um, yeah, but you'll have to wait for like a couple episodes to hear. Then <laughs> you'll get to see the, hear the rest yeah. of it. Uh, it's like, I mean, that's the way that's what you've talked about this before with Amazon, right? I ordered a thing on Amazon on Thursday yeah, it shipped today. It will be delivered tomorrow. Yeah. Like if you just put in the mail on Friday, it would have been here on Saturday. Uh-huh. But I don't have Prime anymore, so you're punishing me yes. by just holding it in your system for three days and going like, okay, all right, now I'll print the ticket for uh-huh. the guy to put it in a box. You fuckers. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a that's a good issue. So CJ, how would you sum this up with a sports analogy? Sure. So this is like when you're watching a NASCAR race. And a crash happens, and it takes so long for you to. Uh, it takes so long for them to clean up the car debris that you forget that the race was even on, and you're doing something else. You totally forget that your intention of the day was to watch that race. 
because you're just sitting there in between commercials. Commercial breaks keep coming, and it's it feels like forever. It just it feels like an eternity, and you think, oh, this race is never gonna come back on. So you just go do something else. Yeah, or or. If you're if you don't watch NASCAR, you're trying to watch the thing that's on after the NASCAR race, uh-huh. and the race has been pushed back so yes. long that they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, we can't get to this show that you actually watch because we have to finish playing this football game or this NASCAR race." And uh, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. Play my show. Yeah, those people had their time. If they wanted to, if they want to watch that shit, they can watch it on the sports channel. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's the way I felt as a kid. Well, uh. Getting to the last issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh-huh. But I thought thing was pretty good. Holy shit, does this argument drive me nuts. I, I get into these arguments on the internet about, like, cars or Star Trek or, you know, Star Trek. And it always comes down to people people with the dumbass opinions. Yes. People that say, oh, I, I actually, uh, I like Discovery. I like the J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. movies. I liked Picard or Lower Decks or whatever garbage iteration of this. I liked, uh, you know, I... I like the Justice... I like the Zack Snyder Justice I like Justice the Zack League. Snyder Justice League. And then you, you, you like, you push, you push on them. That's yeah. what I do is like, like, like to push on them because people just say things that they haven't thought through. And it, the the one I can I can kind of get by with people that just go like oh you know it's just a dumb a dumb movie but what what really gets me is the people that say you know I, I've watched I you know I, I watched uh, all the Batman movies and, and I like the Justice League I read I read Batman comics when I was a kid and I liked the Justice League mm-hmm. I watched uh, some Star Trek when I was younger and I liked the Star Trek Discovery and then I say. Why? And they say, well, you know, I, I thought that uh, the production design was good. And, you know, I thought that, like, the story was kind of cool. And I and I and then I start to point out how the show uh-huh. doesn't make any sense. And this show doesn't make any sense. I, I liked um, I liked that there was, like, more of a gritty, dark take on the DC universe. And I liked how everything felt more grounded. Like, yeah, but superman's supposed to stand for hope and truth and justice the american way and he's just this sullen fucking weirdo and he lets hundreds of thousands of people die uh-huh. and then he kills kills finally kills zod because three people are in danger kind of seems like he's pretty uncaring and they say well yeah but uh i didn't like really think about it watch watch the old uh-huh. old series i didn't watch like I'm not wasn't really interested in like the details of Star Trek. I just kind of oh, so it was just something that was on and you were in the room, not not something you watched, yeah. and not even something like I realized that my level of of autistic uh-huh. knowledge about Star Trek is pretty up there. Yeah, but the stuff that I point out isn't even like uh, because I watched this a hundred times and picked up on all the tiny details. These are obvious details uh-huh. that they're missing in these stories. You know, well, you know I. And it always comes down to like then them backtracking the, the claim. Oh, I'm a fan. I watched this thing. I read these comics. I did this. It's like, but you're not. So just don't even start with that as an argument. Just said. Just admit. Like, oh yeah, I like Discovery because I'm a dumb moron, ma- drooling fucking retard who just needs flashing, flashing lights. lights for 45 yeah. minutes at a time. Yeah. Because at least then I go, oh, then we don't even have to have a conversation because you are so below consideration. Your your 
opinion is null and void, sir. But they don't do that. They talk about like they're a fan, and we go back and forth, and then it comes out. Oh well, uh, yeah, I I did like Star Trek 2009, and I'm like, well, if you like Star Trek 2009, your opinion is pretty much moot. Here's all the reasons why it's stupid. And they go, well, you know, I, I watched uh, I watched some TNG. Ah, uh, uh, I watched some TNG. I watched the one with the I watched the one with the Klingon. Tim, at this point, you are a better versed Star Trek fan, having actually watched all of TNG. Yeah. Then these people go, "Well, I watched some of TNG, and I liked Picard I like, because I liked the one with five of eight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked Picard because uh, it was kind of cool to see those characters again. Like, yeah, you know where you can see those characters again <laughs> on fucking reruns. <laughs> you go look at a book. Took you a, go see them uh, at a convention. I took a film school class, and I got into an argument with one of the kids. He's like, oh, I really like uh, old noir movies. You know, that's one of my favorite genres. And I was like, okay, which one do you like? What's your, like, what's your prototype for what a good noir movie is? And he said, Citizen Kane. And I said, tell me why you like Citizen Kane. And he just like... Oh, well, the New York Times says it's the best movie oh. ever made. Oh. And I'm like, are you that fucking stupid that you, you can't form an opinion on a film? You have to get it from the New York Times. You have to, you get your opinion on what some journalist says is good. You're, you're, you shouldn't even be breathing air right now if you're that stupid. <laughs> Don't ask questions, just consume product yeah. and then get excited for more product. It, which, which I just want to say. Jay might have said that uh, famous phrase into this microphone. And now I'm saying it, which basically means we're best friends. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a one in three chance. The uh, The the, downside to that is he's going to force you to watch the Neon Demon again. Um. Yeah, the the noir thing. I like Citizen Kane. Why is it a noir? Uh, It's just black and white. Like that is that's, that's, that's not what that genre means. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, and I think I'm pretty good about like, like I'll shit on something, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I will I will preface it by saying like I, I know like, nothing about. I'm not a fan of anime yeah. or Ghost in the Shell, and I thought that the Ghost in the Shell movie was pretty like dull and lackluster. It was, yeah, and. Just just from a pure storytelling standpoint, yeah. nothing really of interest in there. But then I'm also willing to say things like, uh, like I know Coen Brothers fan. I'm not a Coen Brothers fan. No. And as I'm not a Coen Brothers fan, I love the Lady Killers. Yeah. I know that most Coen Brothers love the la- fans hate the Lady Killers. Yes. Same thing with uh, Scorsese. Most of his fans hate you. Hate Shutter Island. You don't hate Shutter Island. You just don't like it. I don't like it. But a lot of his fans, white hot hate Shutter Island. Yes, I don't like Scorsese films. You like Shutter Island. I like Shutter Island. And I think that's the the ticket on some of these directors, like the ones that people don't Uh like, I'm into because I don't like their other stuff. Yeah. So, but I don't go around and be like, well, you know, I am a fan of the Coens, uh, but I don't like the Big Lebowski or Burn After Reading or... uh, Fargo. Fargo. Or Blood Simple. I don't think I ever saw Blood Simple. Or uh What was the one they did about the same time as Burn After Reading? N- not There Will Be Blood. No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Um, you've never seen Miller's Crossing. Either. Never saw Miller's Crossing. Miller's Crossing. I like Miller's Crossing. 
I'm not, so I'm not a Coen Brothers fan. I just like The Lady Killers and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And I think all the rest of their shit is garbage. So when I go, but if I were to go and start an argument where I said like, I, as a big Coen Brothers fan, like, yeah. I'm just a big fan of, I'm, I'm a big fan of one movie. Raising Arizona? Never saw, uh, no, I think I did see it. I saw it on Comedy Central and I think it was one of those movies where it was on and I, because it has Nicolas Cage, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was like, ah, Nicolas Cage, it's on Comedy Central, so it must be funny. And I didn't ever laugh, so I yeah. just kind of like wandered out of the room and, or yeah. maybe changed channels and never finished it. He's, he's got like a kid. Yeah. He's, is he taking, is the kid Arizona? Is the kid, is the kid kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I vaguely remember I think I probably watched the first 30 minutes and then went, no. Woody Allen, too, another one that came up in the film class. Uh-huh. And I said I said this to a different kid. I said, oh, I'm a huge Woody Allen fan because I do like all his movies. And I said, what's your favorite movie? And he said, Annie, Annie Hall. Hall. And it was the same thing where, like, that's the one that he knows. That's the one that everyone so knows. That's his favorite movie. <laughs> To me, uh, the best Woody Allen movie to me is Whatever Works, and I'm partial to that film because I really like Larry David. I, I think he's a very funny guy. Um, but, yeah, you're not a fan of something because you know one thing that they directed. That's not... As a big fan of Dragon Ball Z, I gotta say my favorite <laughs> character is Goku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's her character is Goku. Okay, <laughs> I know. I say let me let me list the let me list the Dragon Ball Z characters that I know sure. names of. Yeah, but I don't know who they are. Okay. I think there's Goku yeah. and I think there's a Gohan. Yeah, those are two different people. Yes. Well, technically, it's three oh, no, different I'm people. Good. You're all set. Okay. Okay. There's so, two people. There's two different people named Gohan in this series. Is one of them a big monkey? They're all big monkeys. Okay. Uh, there's Vegeta. Yeah. There's Frieza. Uh-huh. There's Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think those are the only names. Now, I know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Just pick uh, just pick one other than Goku and you're you're good. <laughs> no, I'm picking Goku. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they go Super Saiyan. Not all of them, but yes. So I can say as a fan of Dragon uh-huh. Ball Z, that uh my favorite character is Goku. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, it would be like you say, telling me which uh which arc is the best arc of Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, like say say it's GT. Is it? It's GT. It's GT not GT. That's <laughs> no one's favorite. It's not even uh, technically it's a different show, but <laughs> no, actually, GT actually, is no Tim, one's favorite. No, 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 no. The best version of Dragon Ball was a live action movie in the early two thousands. Oh, Evolution. Evolution. Dragon Ball Evolution. Apex of the Dragon Ball Z universe. Yeah, that's as that's, a Dragon Ball Z fan. See, that's that's what we're, that's what it's like. And and people people say this shit to me yeah. straight faced and about about the stuff that I yes. care about. Yeah, yeah, they go, oh well, yeah. As, as a, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, I I've seen all the movies, mostly. Most. <laughs> uh, and I I like Discovery because it's flashing. Like, just just don't just don't preface. <laughs> Can you just not preface it? Can we just agree to never never refer to ourselves as a fan of something unless you can autistically recite yeah you know like there's the meme of oh uh you think black lives matter name every black person have you seen that and then (laughs) it cuts to like this asian guy anyway uh there's there's that joke right yeah but 
the people that are fans of a thing, like a real fan of a thing, they can do that. Yes. And those people's opinions are worth 10 times what yours is, in my opinion, because I'd, I'd rather hear from someone who, who is like, like me. There's uh-huh. got to be someone out there that's like me who's watched all of the shows. They've watched all the movies. Yeah. They have like autistically cataloged in their mind how the transporters work and all the plot points of all the various <laughs> things and can cross-reference the things yeah. between series and timelines and the references. And there's got to be really statistically, there's got to be someone out there like that, right? Who thinks the who discovery also, is good. Yes. And I would love to meet that man and have an actual conversation about yeah. why it's a piece of shit. But I can't have this conversation with people who just like, oh yeah, I think the story's interesting. Like what what's what story though? Like there's no story happening. I thought Picard was good because I liked the story and the characters. Like, yeah, but but what were the who were the characters? You know, you and I watched ten episodes of it and yeah. we couldn't name half of the cast. Half of the main cast, which I think is five people. Yeah. You had Picard, yeah. which is a given. Yes. Seven of Nine, which yeah. is also a given because uh-huh. she's from another series. Yeah. And then you had Dr. Lady. Dr. Lady. Uh-huh. Black Lady. Black Lady. Havarti. Sam- no. S- Samurai. Samurai. Havarti is a cheese. <laughs> There's something like that. Harpy. Harmy. Uh, Swami Slappy Swanson Swanson Samson way off. Uh, yeah, Samurai oh, uh, Captain, Captain Rico. Captain Rico was that his name? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then you had uh, Soji Tabuchi. Soji Tabuchi, of course. You had the Romulan guy and the Romulan sister who are gonna uh, fuck. Yes. And that's the main cast. Pretty much nine people. Evil, evil admiral. Evil admiral's not really main cast. I'm talking about I people guess. who come sure, out who sure. pop up in more than half the episodes, yeah. right? Agnes, that's Doctor Lady. Agnes, yes, her name was Agnes. What was the black lady's name? The way that I gauge I if someone is a real fan or something or not is Navarre. if they know. Well, if they know any like inside information on the movie, like. I brought up Woody Allen before. An example of trivia for Woody Allen is when uh, in Midsummer Sex Comedy, that's one of the movies he did with Mia Farrell, there's an argument that happens in that movie. And Mia is, like, visibly mad. Like, it looks like beyond acting, she's so mad. And the reason for that is that was right around the time that she found out that uh, Uh Woody Allen was... Banging uh, Suni, her uh, her adopted Asian daughter, yeah. <laughs> uh, like a child. Yeah, I think she was uh, seventeen at the time yeah. when the <sighs> you knew you knew that about Woody started. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course I knew that. Yeah, I I so I don't even know about the obscure information because like one of my favorite bands of all time is Cake. Can you even name all the members of Cake? Nope. Yeah. But I can. But you don't. You don't care I, about that. No, I do know all their songs, and I, I know the names of their albums, but I don't know what songs on what album because wow. I just fucking just put them on shuffle. shuffle. Yeah. Um, you couldn't tell me what's on Comfort Eagle, for example. I know Comfort Eagle's on Comfort Eagle, oh, and I think Nuggets on Comfort yeah, Eagle. Yeah, I know that one. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, but I can. I also, I would never even introduce myself in a conversation. Like, 
Cake has this new song out, Sinking Ship, and it's just it's like it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not great. I would never say like as a fan of Cake, who's yeah. listened to all their whole discography. Yeah. I don't really like Sinking Ship. I just don't really think it's I don't think it's up great. To snuff? It's not that it's not up to snuff, because their last album is just kind of show of compassion. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like meh. It doesn't have the like the the punkness yeah, yeah, yeah. to it that yeah. their older albums did. And this new this new song really feels like um A the, thing, the, thing, that? the thing that I hate about it is that it feels like the it's them saying like global warming is gonna kill us all. Like we all have to because it's a you know, that's the metaphor. Uh-huh. It's just like eh, you know, I know you guys aren't punk rock, punk rock, uh-huh. but you're like a punk ska. Kinda, yeah. Kind of. Um they had they had like a little more grit. Nugget. Yeah, they, they have a little more grit than like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes. Uh, and to you, for you guys, just kind of like throw it and be like, yeah, this is a big problem. It's just super gay. And I just say that as a person who listens to music, not yeah. even as a quote cake fan. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge fan of, uh, I'm a huge fan. I was like, um, when Billy Joel and Elton John came to town. Yeah. Um, now, been a bit of, big Billy Joel fan my whole life. Uh-huh. Listened to all of his albums at one point or another. And I was, um, I got invited last minute by the girl I was dating. Their family had tickets and someone canceled. So they invited me and I get over to their house. Cause we're all riding together to the concert. Yeah. And her dad asked me, he's like, do you even know who we're going to, uh, who, he said like, do you even know any Billy Joel songs? And I said, yeah, I think I know like, uh, all of them. Because <laughs> uh, my dad's a big Billy Joel fan. My mom is too. It's like, it just kind of percolated down. Yeah, yeah. Sure enough, I didn't know. I knew all the ones he played. He played like all the hits. All the hits. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Did he play We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh, I don't know. Yes, he did. He did. Wow. You've seen We Didn't Start the Fire live. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the thing is, uh, I think him and Elton John played that together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the thing about that song is that you can pretty much say anything as long yeah. as you'd get the "We didn't start the fire right" part right. Like, like I'm in a Frankenstein, I'm in a King Kong, I'm in a Godzilla time, I'm in a Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, we didn't start the fire. Like I know we didn't start the fire. It's been burning, burning since the world been turning. Yeah, I know the words that part of the song. Anyway. Well, Cripple Jesus, how would you sum that up in a sports analogy? It's like when someone says, you know, I'm not a fan of basketball, but I really like Michael Jordan. <laughs> I, I am not a fan of basketball, but but I do like Michael Jordan. But I'm not a fan of, of basketball, Jam. but I like Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan say, makes uh, the shoe. I'm not a I big like. basketball fan, but you got to admit that LeBron James is the <laughs> I'm so distraught that he's in the new Space Jam. It's, it's LeBron James. I know, like, yeah, that movie. They ruined the movie. They took, uh, they got rid of Roller Bunny's tits and hips. She just looks like a sad lesbian now. Like, what are we supposed to look forward to in this movie? You got even ruined the uniforms. The uniforms look like a sherbet. I hate. Cup. LeBron James so much uh-huh. that I will not be seeing Space Jam too. Really? Yeah. Why do you hate him? 
I just hate everything about him. I yeah. hate all. I don't. I don't care about the basketball. He just he says dumbass things and he pretends to read. Have you ever seen that? No. He he will go into. Oh, these, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah he will go in these press conferences and he'll have a different book and people will be like, "What book is that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's the biography of Malcolm X." I've been reading it and he's always got like one page in, uh-huh. and the next week he'll have a different book and yeah, maybe he's reading it, but I think statistically speaking, if someone was actually reading a book in between things. It, than, you, you would see him yeah. more than halfway through. Like, fucking put your bookmark in at the halfway point. As long as you're <laughs> pretending to read, you asshole. And then he makes dumbass comments on things like, you're good at basketball. You don't understand economics. You don't understand poverty. Shut the fuck up. Play basketball. Shut up. And so I won't be seeing That's one of the so. reasons I've always I've been partial to Tom Brady, because they'll try to get him to talk about politics and give his opinion outside of sports. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to play ball and bang my hot wife later. I'm just going like, to keep on winning. Repeat this to answer those. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go, everybody. He did it. So uh, that brings us to the end of our episode. CJ, do you want to plug who gives a shit again one more time? Absolutely. So uh, the best way to get to us is our Wipson feed, uh, Wipson.com slash who gives a shit. But we're also on every podcast app except for Podbean and uh, Spotify. And we just launched a YouTube channel not that long ago. So really, if you just Google who gives a shit, I'm pretty sure you'll find us on one of the platforms. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for taking part in this uh, shenanigan-filled episode with all of these weird oh, analogies. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Um, we're, well, this will be, this is it. So until next time, I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. And I'm CJ. Catch you guys next week. See ya. the Here's Gun Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can uh, leave us a voicemail on the Discord in the voicemail upload channel. So, Tim, should we do a voicemail first or a Discord voicemail first? Let's do the voicemail. Here we go. Hey, Tab. Here's an idea for you for a bonus episode. How about you do the Mad Cucks Variety Hour? You can get Mad Cucks, Banana Cucks, Count Cupula, either Tabitha or Tabby Locks, or you can even use that uh, lawyer cat filter and be Tabby Cat. Put that behind a paywall, and sure you're to get subscribers. <laughs> Anyways, have a great day. Uh, the the I do so I still have up on my browser. Uh, I have not yet downloaded oh, no. Snap Camera download. And I keep, I keep this like page keeps popping up Uh because everyone just leaves 6 million tabs open all the time. Uh, I keep looking at that tab and going like, maybe, maybe Maybe. I'll download it. And then I don't download it. I do. I think I do want to do a Mad Cucks video game stream again. Uh And I either, either here's, here's the two options. And I'm thinking I'm I'm contemplating. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't even talk about this. Maybe it should just be a surprise. I should just do it. But anyway, uh, Number one is using that filter and playing Donkey Kong Country on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, man. 
<laughs> as a banana. As a banana, of course. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. My stream will have two cameras. Uh-huh. One camera will, of course, be the banana. Yeah. But the other camera will be a second camera, a ways a little bit behind. No a, filter. No filter. So you really see what goes on to be a banana, <laughs> which I think it will be a fun conceit. Yeah. yeah. Number two is I think I want to play Postal Four uh-huh. as Mad Cucks because there is some there are some some great great cuckoldry to get involved in that game. Sure. I always thought that uh, playing Ghost of Tsushima as Mad Cucks would be funny because it's a samurai game. Oh yeah, open world, triple A samurai game. Yeah, mm. maybe I would like that. Yeah. Uh so I don't know if you if you like that idea, let us know. If you don't like that idea, then you can just fucking blow me. Uh, we got one here from Jay. Looks like it's a long one. Double T, it's Jay. I had to re-record this a few times because every time I got started last night, my cat would park himself right by the edge of my desk and yell as loud as he could into the mic, <laughs> throwing off my train of thought. Your cat wants to be on the show, too. That's funny. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're talking to your internet people? Hey! Here's hey! what. Here's what. I don't meow. Thought. He's asleep in the other room, so I should be all right. <laughs> anyway, should I don't get what before. Why doesn't it work now? <laughs> I'd open up my PC to put in the replacement uh, sound card and uh, clean out some dust. I noticed that the top exhaust fan wasn't working. I switched to a smaller fan on that connector, no problem. And no problem with the current fan once it was on a different connector, so I tried putting it back in the case, except I can't. The mount is right above the edge of the board where the uh, 12-volt CPU connectors are, and those cables are already pulled as taut as they can be without yanking them out of the plug or Uh ripping the socket off the board. I had a tough time getting everything in the first time, but I know it's possible. This time, not happening. I tried all kinds of stuff, angling it in, keeping the screws loose, even holding the case by the top in the hopes that the thin metal would bend out just enough to let me get it in. But it's like the dimensions changed when I wasn't looking, like the whole case settled or shrank or something. I mean, I already have a uh, slim fan on the way, so it's not the end of the world, but it just struck me as needless aggravation. Speaking of needless aggravation, Tab, your uh, online education issue reminded me that I should probably check where my diploma is, (laughs) because we were graduated in December. Yeah, I was on the program. I'm still on the website. Uh, I you know, family got me uh, robes and the graduation ring, so I could send them pictures. Uh, participated in the ceremony, which was long and boring and pointless, but felt somewhat a sense of accomplishment at the end. And I had asked them in January where our diplomas are, and they said, "Oh, you know, we've we've been behind due to the current circumstances. Oh, uh-huh. We're working on getting them printed. We'll keep you posted." I go, "Great, fine, okay." It's it's in process. I'm good. No, I'm not. I checked earlier this week, and I was told by the registrar that the reason the diploma hadn't been awarded is because my degree hadn't been conferred. And I didn't say my first response, which is, what the fuck is wrong with you, you useless bean counter? Do you not want me out of there? I hate you all. Instead, I asked, well, what am I supposed to do now? He said, oh, you have to talk with uh, the degree auditing team. And I did. And to their credit, they got back to me in a reasonable amount of time by email, because God forbid anybody answers the phone over there. 
And they said the reason it hadn't been conferred is because they never received an application to graduate. Now, at this point, I feel like I've applied to graduate maybe five times <laughs> at least with everything that's gone on. Oh and what I God. don't understand is why was I allowed to be in the ceremony, allowed to have the program, allowed to have all of this stuff if there was a problem? I was told by everybody this was fine. And despite the fact that this school has no problems begging me for money, no problems reminding me to join the Alumni Association, no problems still, still sending out ridiculous hand-wringing emails over the crisis of the moment. They can't do this basic thing. I had, and I didn't know this was possible, I had this simultaneous surge of anger and exhaustion, and I'm not looking forward to whatever I have to do next. I mean, it's absurd. At what point can I take legal action against them? Well, at least I got a job offer. It's not in the field I want, but it's enough money that I could pay off my debt and save up and move out of this garbage state. So I think I'm going to take it. That was it. Stay furious. Good luck. I think at this point, what you have to do is you have to get a vest and a bunch of bars of clay and poke some wires into the clay uh-huh. and get a little push button with a wire and run that into some of the clay and maybe like get some like timer circuits and like some like circuit boards and just yeah. stick them on there <clears throat> and then just walk into the registrar's office and say like I need to I want to apply to graduate to get my diploma you motherfucker and uh and that's that's what you do that's ridiculous. Uh, I'm so glad I, I have not. I've just... been graduated now for t- three years. Uh-huh. I have. N- Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I would just recommend that you walk in with uh, uh, just wear a ski mask and just hand the secretary a note that says, "Give me a diploma before this blows." And uh, <laughs> you you should get it that way. The, um, three years, you said? Oh, yeah. Three years. I have not been contacted by Alumni Association one time. I haven't been. So I used to get, get the calls. All the time, yeah. But I haven't gotten one. It's been, I think, 2019 was the last time I got one. When you ask the guy, you're just like, just delete it. Yeah. Just delete it. Yeah. That's what I did. I deleted all my information from my student pro- profile because that's what migrates into the alumni database. So the, I'm sure the alumni database somewhere has tab burn in there. And they're like, no, yep. no way to no way to contact him. Uh, but yeah, I'm so I, I, I can't believe I managed to hack that system. Uh, well, I'm the only man. I'm the only man who's who's gotten out, gotten out with a degree un, unscarred and without being continually harassed by the alumni association. It's kind of like the way I dealt with the soror- the not the sororities, the fraternities hitting me up when I first started college. Yeah. And I was getting c- calls constantly from this one fraternity and it was like, are you interested? 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 And the guy had this uncanny ability. He called me literally five minutes before show. It was like he could sense what I was doing and he called me. And so the third or fourth time he goes, 
Well, um, just so like we can make this easier, like, do you have any interest in uh, Greek life or anything like that? And I said, no, to be quite honest with you, I always thought that joining a fraternity was a sign of your latent homosexuality. <laughs> he said, okay, yeah, I, I don't think we'll call you again. Like, yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, the, the only one I got was right before I went. It was it was a text message. It was like, hey, hey, Tim, this is uh, Andrew from Kappa Kappa Omega. And uh, it sounds like you're, uh, you're you know, it sounds like we're you're the kind of guy we want in our fraternity. Uh, we're having like a recruitment thing at at the uh, at the big baseball stadium game uh, this <laughs> Thursday or whatever. Would you, you know just wanted to see if you wanted to join? I, you guys I, don't know what baseball stadium games are, do you? <laughs> I said uh, that sounds like I got asked to be in the uh, Mario Kart club at my college, <laughs> and I said, "Is there going to be any chicks there?" And they, he just said, "No." And I said, I'm not interested. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, oh, my God. My sister's screaming at her Minecraft game. Probably getting killed by her friends. That's what her spring break's going to be. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I might have to, like, have my ears removed surgically. Yeah. Well, that's our episode this week. Thank you, CJ, for joining us, and thank you yeah. for taking part in our shenanigans. Uh, we hope to hear from you again soon, and hopefully you stay out of any le- further, <laughs> further, further legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the next time I call, it's not behind college prison bars. <laughs> um, I think this might tie you as our most often guest with Tony from Hack the Movies. Really? Who am I tied with? Yeah. Uh, Tony from Hack the Movies. I think he has three. Um, I he might have four though. He at least has three because I remember I've done at least two with him. And then he did one that he you did missed. The one that I missed. Uh, yeah, I so I think you might be because this is this is Cripple Jesus' third appearance on the show uh, as a full episode guest. There was one episode where he was on. He came in for just the one issue. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So right, yeah. I had terrible. I was calling in from my phone at the time because I was having trouble with my computer. And I had a terrible internet connection, but I I think I brought in a problem about people pretending to care about what Ethan Ralph does in his personal life. Yeah, moral bragging on episode 105. Yeah. Yeah. So if you count that, then this puts him ahead. Yeah. So I think I think that's probably like a half. He's ahead by sure. a half. Well, I am also time. an employee of Hack the Movies. I don't know if you guys know. Oh yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Chad was. Uh, I was employee of the month. Son of a bitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. See ya.